be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hello, ladies, and thanks for calling the Premier Outdoor Counseling Services Hotline. And if your relationship is currently experiencing turmoil due to pre-rut anxiety, please press 1. Or if your finances are suffering the strain of a recent impulse buy at Cabela's, please press 2. And finally, if your relationship has in fact failed due to the revolution and Jim and Trav's relentless encouragement of the outdoor lifestyle, please press 3 now for their direct line so that you may express to them personally how you feel. Thank you, and please call again. Welcome, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Yeah, sadly enough, my wife regularly calls that hotline. Your wife's just sad to look at. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in deep dog dookie now. But anyways, uh, what are we covering on uh, today's show? Hey, on today's show, we're going to be dishing out some elk hunting advice from pros like Mark Crane at Ponderosa Lumber. Yep. Jim Bulger with Elk Hunting University, and they're currently on hold right now. At least I think they still I are. Hope they are. Plus, seven-time elk calling world champion Corey Jacobson, Boone and Crockett's Justin Spring, Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, Babe Winkleman, ah. and on pros, Chance Orr. I think Babe Winkleman is actually Chance's real dad. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, we want to salute who? Ram. Who's that? Ram is a registered trademark. Of Chrysler Group LLC. Exactly. Ram, Ram Trucks. Ram at RamTrucks.com or spotting us some coin, putting some food on the table, and we'll paying all the bills around. And that black truck in the driveway, that outdoorsman, That's we love it. Nasty looking truck. But you know, our first caller hails from Pagosa Springs, Colorado, and he's been on hold, I think, for 40, about 40, 40 minutes. minutes. <laughs> kind of sad. He's loyal, though. He's still beeping over there, though. He is a god in the in woods, the woods though. yeah. Yeah, he's a mastermind when it comes to elk hunting. His name's Mark he creates, Crane. He creates trees. He does. Mark Buddy, uh, how's it going? Boy, it's good to hear your voices again. I tell you what, it's our time of year to talk to each other, isn't it? This yeah, is, this yeah. is when we rekindle the bromance here. <laughs> we talk again. But I'm currently taking place there in Colorado is the archery elk season. And what, it opened about uh, a week ago, I think, right? And uh, when does it run through? This past Saturday yeah. through the 25th of September. Now, that's an over-the-counter license, right? That's correct. They now, can walk in here and just buy a license anytime during that season. Now, is there any cap on those licenses? No. No, oh, there isn't. Unlimited. Now, yeah. is that in um, either sex a license or is yes, that sir. really yeah. holy cow that's amazing that's good to have yeah now you're right there in the heart of the san juans and uh what are the conditions like people are listening really all over the country and you know there's like 238 thousand elk just in colorado and in so, mark's backyard in mark's backyard <laughs> <laughs> he has to feed he them named all the them all yeah <laughs> on dancer on now, anyhow uh what are the conditions like you mentioned about the rain but how about uh how about the parks and so forth where these guys hang out well, I talked with our fish and game, one of our fish and game officers and wildlife officers, and they do these surveys, guys. They yeah. do these flyover surveys, and the herds 
are high for right now because hey, where would you want to live? You sure wouldn't want to be in Dallas at 108. You, want to be, you know, you want to be on top of that peak where it's you know 37 in the morning and that yeah. lush, rich, heavy, thick grass is just. Man, you can't get enough of it. That's filet for them. Yeah. Now, Mark, um, obviously you said it started up last uh, Saturday and runs through September 25th, really early still in the season. But in your best guess, Mark, your best assessment, when do you think is the best time to get out? Should we wait another week, possibly another two weeks, uh, see what happens with the weather? What would you do? I would wait. Really? Because yesterday was 92. Oh, oh holy wow. cow. So I would wait. That'll bring on that bugle. Yeah. That'll bring on that, that start of that rut, that feeling that, you know, they kind of move their shoulders around and say, man, something's going on here. <laughs> something's in the air. But, you know, them big old smart mature bulls, the one you actually want to harvest, Mark, they're high and on the dark side of the mountain right now. And dark you, and deep. You are not going to find these big boys. And those are the ones you really want to target here. Not those little guys. You want to let them grow up and mature. And so, like you said, I bet you you could get up there and just walk for days and days and days and you're not going to see anything. No, that's correct. You are right on the money on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want that big bull. You want that big granddaddy. Yeah. Let these young ones move up and gain some more points and get some more body size and weight on them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you know, one thing I like about Pagosa Springs is not only do you have, uh, you know, your shop that you can go into and talk to, but you also have Eagle Mountain Mercantile at where you can go in there and get the latest in uh, hunting and, and, and fishing equipment, but then also the buck stops here that actually can process the animals. Ski and, and bow rack. Yeah, ski and bow rack. There's a lot of places around town that uh, that actually cater to the outdoorsmen, and then you always have dinners and just a lot of different things while the seasons are going on. That's right, but my favorite compadre in all of Colorado has got to be old Mark Crane. Now, Mark, ah. it, when we come to Pagosa, where do we need to head to and who do we ask for? Well, you got to come to Ponderosa Lumber Company. That's right. Right up here. We're right next to Sonic and the Giant Gas Station. <laughs> and you just walk in and say, hey, where's that fat guy? <laughs> See, go to Sonic and order their new Blazing Barbecue Burger. Buy one for Mark. Go over there. He will point you in the right direction. And I, I guarantee you, you'll be successful. I brought my map in just today, and it's kind of tattered and worn, but it's still got some X's and O's on it in certain places, so come in and see us. Hey, thanks a lot, Mark, and that was Mark Crane with Ponderosa Lumber in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. That's right, and hey, Mark, you know, it breaks our heart, but we got to get you another caller, man. Appreciate both you guys. All right, dude, thanks so much for being on, but uh, you know, Jim, I love elk hunting. More than life itself. But, that is true, Um, I am passionate about it in the prospects of this year do you know what it is i could possibly go elk hunting with whitey bulger's brother jim bulger <laughs> hey there you jim go jim have they, are they on to you yet this is jim bulger and, and jim exactly the hitman what is your title up there in colorado i work for colorado parks and wildlife and uh in 2002 they created my position i am uh, the hunter outreach coordinator for parks and wildlife yeah, now, um, you guys are doing something really cool there in Colorado while he's hiding out from the feds. Um, <laughs> you have Elk Hunting University. Now, this is honestly the first time I have ever, I've heard, ever heard of anything, of like, anything that. like this. This is awesome. Yeah, we uh, came up with the idea a couple of years ago, and, and I get so many phone calls. Yeah. Um, and folks want to visit, and I actually run, uh, I work for the education section out of the agency. And yeah. I can hold a, an elk seminar and I'll pack it with 200, 300 people just to understand the basics. So we took a look at how could we mix online education with doing that. And that's kind of the genesis of, of Elk Hunting University was to find a way to put articles in that weren't 
articles about, you know, hunting, uh, yeah. as far as here's my shot and this is what I did. I'm trying to lead up to how you get the shot. The uh, preparation. After the shot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, your first year, now you're in your sophomore year now, but your first year was really kind of a primer for people who had not done anything, didn't even know how to maybe fill out an application for uh, a tag or something like that. But he, you take it through each step, each lesson, if you will, will take you, you know, from the very beginning. And, to... and that was kind of the effort. Uh, I I run a volunteer program that we take youth and uh, novice hunters out and actually do mentored hunts for them. These guys are called hunt masters, and I asked them if they could write those articles from a, a guy view, from not as an author, but as me, us sitting and having a conversation with a fellow that's never hunted before. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that we've drafted uh, those articles for them. Yeah. Well, the thing that I like about them, they're not uh, uh, nuts and bolts kinds of things, meaning that they're very, very technical, but they're written in kind of a folksy way that kind of gets you into it, and you just want to see what's in the next paragraph. Very conversational. Yeah. And I wish I would have said that. Yeah. And while you're, <laughs> while you're reading it, you're entertained, but also you're learning something. Well, and that's kind of the way that we've approached each article. About um, January of last year, I, I kind of sat down and looked at 2011. I sat down and said, what did we not cover last year? Yeah. And then we kind of have tried that uh, that approach for the, the sophomore year was to adding a little bit more information into it. Uh, things like the article we just released on shooting practice, I find many, many times that Folks don't get to practice with their rifles enough because they don't have a range to take a big game rifle to. And we tried to talk about, you know, shooting a twenty two for accuracy and, and skill level is exactly the same thing as shooting that 7-millimeter mag if you conceptually just look at how shooting practice needs to help. If you if you come from a flatland country and you're heading into the mountains. Let's course, say Kansas. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, once you're out there, you know, it's. Figuring out what that distance is is pretty doggone tough sometimes. You know, you, you know, you, on the flatland here, we, we can kind of pace things out and say, well, all right, that's 40 yards or whatever. If you get a, a rangefinder, that's helpful too. But you know, the distance is really deceiving in the mountains. The distance thing is really a big issue. Uh, I spent uh, last weekend visiting with some folks that uh, were from out of state, and that's the constant conversation we have is how do you tell distance here? We use rangefinders. A lot more frequently um, yeah. in the mountains, just because it's a more accurate way to do that uh, than you know, kind of hunting familiar ground. The other pieces, folks get concerned about angle up, angle down when you're standing on a 30 degree incline. Uh, it's a little bit different for you, but uh, yeah. Hey, we've been talking with Jim Bulger, and he is the chancellor of Elk Hunting University. That's right. And Jim wants you to start getting these on tape or something. He's yeah. too lazy and doesn't like to read. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That would be pretty cool, though. I, I would like that. But once again, go to uh, wildlife.state.co.us forward slash hunting forward slash Elk Hunting University. Find all the plans. Hey, Jim, uh, thanks so much for being on The Revolution, man. Well, I appreciate your interest, and hopefully your listeners will give us a shot and come out to Colorado to hunt elk. If not, they're stupid. You should fail them. (laughs) Give an F. (laughs) Kick them out of class. Hey, thanks, Jim. We'll make them take the class over again. (laughs) There you go. All right, thanks, buddy. Remedial elk hunting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, this is The Revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks. Of course, you can find them at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com. But, hey, coming up, I have this real quick word from our sponsors. 
We're going to hear from who? Hey, how about Corey Jacobson, five-time world champion, Elko. Or seven. Uh, who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> uh, so, Corey. Hey, it's going great. Looking forward to chatting with you guys here in a few minutes. Hey, sounds good, brother. Talk to you then. Can't get enough of the revolution? Catch more of it every Tuesday and Thursday at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. To some, a truck is just a vehicle, nothing more. Steel, chrome, hydraulics, and combustion. But when you look at these things and find inspiration, when you put them together with passion and integrity, then engineering comes to life. Cold sheet metal develops a soul, and pride, sweat, and commitment turn a truck into something more, a Ram truck. The 2011 Heavy Duty, Ram 1500, the new Outdoorsman, and our most luxurious truck ever, the new Laramie Longhorn. They're not just trucks, they're Ram trucks. Guts, glory, Ram. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. All right, so obviously everybody knows our guest right now, Corey Jacobson. They heard from him briefly. Um, uh, just before the break. Ad break. Yeah. yeah, it was with Mark Crane, also Jim Bolger. They're great Couple guys. Of really great people at no elk hunting. But great things. This song, great song, means no introduction whatsoever. It's Hank Williams Jr. Amarillo <laughs> by morning. No, 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 no it's true. actually George Strait, Amarillo by morning. Yep, and this is out of the Long Live Cowboys collection. By Wrangler. Gotta check it out. But you know, um, Corey Jacobson, it has been said by numerous people, I'm one of those people, that he has the talent, the ability, Jim, to whisper sweet nothings into those bulls' ears. It's so tantalizing. It tickles them. It can. <laughs> now we just sound like purrs. He's touching them in a special okay, place. Okay, <laughs> okay. Anyways, Corey, uh, you don't do that, do you? <laughs> Not exactly, but yeah. it sounds good. You know, um, to inform our listeners and basically to bring everyone up to speed here, you are, Corey, in fact, a uh, world champion L caller. But how many times have you won um, this prestigious award? Three in the professional division, two in the men's division, and two in the team division. Now, not good at counting, so we like carry the one, multiply by two, give or take a couple. Was that seven? Uh, <laughs> or add? I'd have to put my cell phone down and use my other hand, but yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> that is absolutely that's tremendous. impressive career. Now, um, I was actually reading an article of yours. Um, uh, what's that website you post a lot of stuff on? We can't actually say it because it's an applied endorsement. So I'm going to pretend like I don't know what it is, Corey. It's elk101.com. Boy, you go there, you can find out all See, kinds of stuff. I didn't have an implied endorsement there. <laughs> but no, anyways. <laughs> this guy is so smooth, you know? <laughs> I was actually reading an article of yours last night, and I thought it was great how you were saying people, they think too much of the calling, and you necessarily need to be thinking more of your setup. And I started thinking about that, and um, I have actually found myself in that situation. I put too much emphasis on calling and not necessarily um, put enough thinking in, like, the strategy of how I was going to set up. 
Absolutely. You know, I think setup is probably most critical. Yeah. It's where most of the things go wrong. Yeah. If you focus too much on your calling and make it too difficult, you know, you end up messing up on your setup. You mess up on the wind. You know, you start paying attention to all these other things because you're thinking about what call to do next. Yeah. And um, you also are talking about you kind of need a wingman out there. And Jim and I, obviously, we work together. We hunt a lot. And um, that is a very critical part, I think, in being um, successful. And you pointed that out as well. Absolutely. Being able to have a caller back behind the shooter will increase success, you know, three, four X over, over what you're going to be able to do by yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, now when, in this setup process, I mean, uh, you know, not always, uh, although you may have in, uh, Idaho, but in a lot of places that we've hunted in Colorado and Wyoming for elk, I mean, you have these tall stands of trees and so forth. There's not a lot of brush. What do you do then? You know, the same thing works. If the elk can see where the sound's coming from, a lot of times they're going to hang up and stand there and look for some, you know, a visual on another elk, and if they don't see it, they're going to get nervous and turn and leave. So having a caller back behind to pull that elk across in front of where that shooter's at before he gets nervous is uh, going to give that shooter a lot better chance at a good shot. Now, one last thing. I don't want to keep being so agreeable because that just is going to ruin my reputation. <laughs> but um, you wrote that it doesn't matter how much scent-eliminating products you use or whatever, the wind is going to bust you every single time. And um, I couldn't agree more. And I know Jim does as well. You know, I mean, we're big proponents of camo and all this other crap. Nine times out of ten, I hunt in a pair of blue jeans. And a t-shirt. I wear my um, Axe deodorant in the morning. <laughs> I mean, you know, I go about my regular life. I don't put that much emphasis on scent eliminator products. It's just, you know what? I think If we got, had a sponsor, we would. Yeah, you got to be smart about um, whatever you do out there. Absolutely. The wind's going to bust you, you know, mo more than any other element out there. Because if an elk smells you... The game's over 99% of the time, so playing the wind is most critical. And exactly. If you spray yourself down with scent elimination or whatever, there's still portions of your body that are emitting odor. If that odor's going to an elk, he's going to smell it and know that it's dangerous. That's especially true with Travis. There's parts of his body that... Oh, dude, I have B.O. bad. So what you're saying is, I'm not going to point him out, but maybe the Hunt 360, it might not quite work sometimes. You know, I, I believe that their products do work, you know, because I have used them, but uh, on what extent... I don't know. We'll leave that up to the consumer. But right now, um, you guys actually have an awesome. I got to find a. That's hook. on elk101.com. Now I can say that because we're we're directing people to a website. We're talking about this awesome giveaway that you guys. I got so many tabs open. You guys do. You're prolific in the outdoors. Um, let's see right here. Um, You've got you a big win giveaway. A choice. It's a 2012 fully guided Winterhawk Outfitters archery or rifle. It's one on one trophy elk hunt with elk101.com's very own Corey Jacobson. He's on the line right now. Um, who has finished in the top five at the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation's World Championships 12 times out of the past 13 years. Uh, one lucky winner will receive this hunt of a lifetime. Plus, it gets even better. Round trip airfare to the Bell Eagle Airport in Colorado and ground transportation to from Winterhawk Outfitters Indian Cliffs Base Camp. Also included, and this is what I really wanted to get Your to. Your weeding is seamless. I hate weed not weeding. <laughs> I was weeding off the winternet. The Way internet. to go, no. Elma Fudd. All right, this whole package is actually going to be worth $10,000. Listen to this. They are going to give you a $750 gift certificate to Sitka Gear. I like Sitka. Got a lot of their stuff. Really nice stuff. 
250 bucks to Danner Boots. Another $250 gift certificate at the Winterhawk online store, plus Elk101.com's prize package of elk calls, hunting knives, and gear. And you know what? I didn't even mention everything that they're giving away. But here's what I wanted to get to. I went a long ways. I went a long ways for this next moment, Jim. And I feel as though it's going to be paramount. (laughs) Um, Most contests, okay, when they give you something, they have already selected, you're going to get this boot. Or we're going to give you this specific article of clothing. But no, you guys are actually going to hand over a gift card where we can get online and buy whatever our heart truly desires. Absolutely. No, it's a great package, and we're as excited as you are about it because I spent uh, two days with Winterhawk Outfitters two weeks ago down at their base camp in Colorado, and it's an absolutely beautiful area. It's going to be a tremendous hunt. The winner gets to choose whether they go on an archery or a rifle hunt. Depending on which hunt they choose, they get a free bow or a free rifle, taxidermy. I mean, it's just, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, if I could have read better, I would have mentioned that stuff as well. (laughs) But I was really tanking there. And you You know, you were, I I was going to help you out, but I thought, hey, you jumped in. We'll see if you can swim. (laughs) I'm not digging you out of this hole, Dingleberry. But um, no, this is really cool. I'm excited about this because there's not many contests of this caliber out there right now. There's not, and that's why we brought it. We wanted it to be big, and we wanted we wanted people to enter it, and everyone has equal chance. There's no purchase necessary. You just go to the website, sign up, and we might hit you with a few emails once in a while with some cool pictures. And if you're an elk hunter, hopefully you don't consider it spam. And <laughs> other than that, you're entered in and ready to go. You bet. All right, now let's get a bit, little back to the contest. Now, do you have a particular call that you like to use? You know, I do. My dad actually owns Bugling Bull Game Call Company. Oh, really? And, uh, we actually just this year came out with an Elk101.com signature series call. Really? It's called the All-Star, and that's the that's our go-to call. Yeah. Well, hey, we want to congratulate you on uh, winning the 2011 Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Elk Calling Contest for this year. That's right. And, Corey, if we want to find out more about you also entering this awesome giveaway, possibly a pick your brain about some of your dad's calls, uh, where can we head to online to do this? Elk101.com. There's a contact form on there. Feel free to shoot me an email. I love replying personally to all the emails that come through, and would love to chat Elk Hunting with anybody anytime. Hey, cool, man. But uh, that right there, once again, is Corey Jacobson, and he's our seven-time Elk Calling World Champion. Awesome guy giving us some great tips on elk hunting this fall. But uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com plus Otis Technology at otistech.com and Ruger. That's Ruger.com. But you know, coming up after this word from our sponsors, we're going to have, oh, and it's exciting, Babe Winkleman. Babe Winkleman! Oh, oh! It's going to be good. Anyways, uh, thanks, Corey, for being on The Revolution, man. Hey, thank you, guys. So, Jim and Trav, they're just your two average Steves that dig the outdoors. So hit them up at forward slash underscore OTN because their friendship is a magical blast. Yeah, it's so midnight sparkle dust. School to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
If you're an avid outdoorsman searching for a dream retreat or an investor looking to create wealth through land ownership, Wildlife Properties can be your guide to finding Kansas land. Wildlife Properties offers real estate and management services for outdoorsmen and investors alike. Located in north central Kansas, this area is one of the few places on earth where you can experience a unique combination of world-class hunting and fishing. Fertile crop fields provide enticing income, while breathtaking views and endless sunsets calm your soul. Let Wildlife Properties be your guide to land ownership. Visit us online at MyWildlifeProperties.com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. You're listening to Love Religion with Jim and Trap, and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, Jim, um, it is absolutely no secret, all right? You, you follow me so far? So far. It is no secret that Babe Winkleman's Outdoor Seekers is one of your favorite shows. It, it really, is one of It's my on Versus. Great network. We got the legend right now. Um, there's no introduction. That American Storyteller right here. Babe Winkleman, uh, thanks for coming on The Revolution. Oh, my pleasure. You guys do such a great job for... Uh, the people who are in the outdoors in America, it's my pleasure to work with you. You know, I'm obviously, babe, you're most notably known for um, hunting and fishing. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, truly, you are probably the toughest guy in the outdoors. Now, the reason I bring this up is because we're going to step back in time for just a second. Because a while back, um, you had a guy on your show, old Jonathan Brammer, Johnny B., and uh, he was a guy, a uh, disc jockey from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. And he was on the show, and he just could not get over how tough you were because um, did a hook get buried in your hand and uh, when you were filming that episode? Um, we are up at Newton Lake, and we were using those great big um, single shank hooks. Yeah. And these things were three and a half inches long. But he buried it in my left arm between the bones and went in about an inch. Oh, I was coming for my face. I backcast, I put my arm up, and he, and he drove it in my arm rather than my face. Oh, geez. And he said, you wouldn't believe this, but he just grabbed it and ripped it out of his arm and went on fishing. Well, I had no, I had no choice. We were dropped in by an airplane, and you could see the plane going out of sight yet. And here I'm thinking... And I can see 20 lake trout that are from 25 to 50 pounds swimming around me. So I did. I grabbed it out, and he had splattered blood all over him. And stuff that freaked him out. And he went back to Chicago and wrote a song about it. It was crazy. Yeah, we had we had a great time with old Johnny B. Yeah. Now, um, one more uh, thing we want to bring up real quick is you have one of the biggest fans in this whole world, and his name is Chance Orth. He's out of Minneapolis, and he does little documentaries about fishing, and it's called. Called Unpro Fishing, and you are honestly his like, idol. He looks up to you, and he's so excited that you're on today's show. Well, you tell him to get in touch with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. If you ever get a chance, babe, got to check him out at unprofishing.com. A whole cast of guys. They just idolize you. Now, we're in the fall of the year, and uh, boy, I tell you, when you get out there, bow season started last weekend in Colorado for elk, and of course, there's been a lot of big elk taken this past weekend, but uh, you said that Chris just got back from uh, Ontario or somewhere in Canada and shot a big old bear. But well, our, our not club- only Chris, yeah. but I mean, it, it's a cool little tradition that her and, and our daughter have started three years ago. Um up at this uh, bear camp, they put in some double wide stands for them, two people uh, bow stands, three mm. stands. 
So Carly has been in the tree with Chris the last three years. Oh, wow. Three years ago, she hit a bear and they couldn't find it. She didn't, the bear like dropped the string a bit, but she didn't get a good shot into it. And they couldn't find it, and she was freaked out. And then the last night, this 500-pound chocolate comes in in oh. front of her, and, and it was so close, she couldn't see nothing but hairs through the peep side, so she didn't want to <laughs> not make a perfect shot and didn't shoot. Yeah. And then last year, she killed a nice bear, and Carly was there through the entire thing. And this year, she killed about a 300-pounder and did perfect shot. Yeah. Double lunged him in the heart, didn't even go 80 yards, it was dead. Oh, sweet. Now, um, babe, this time of year up there in Canada, the insects are just absolutely Bugs horrible. Bugs are terrible. And oh, there's, there's nothing like a bear hunting in Ontario <laughs> um, <laughs> early in the season like that when it's still warm out because the mosquitoes are just about lift you out of the tree stand. They have Boone and Crockett ones there. I'm serious. <laughs> they, Those things are they huge. They do. There is a new product out on the market, though, that well, I don't think most outdoorsmen know about it yet because it just came out a few months ago. Really? It's a called Deep Woods Off Dry. It's a Deep Woods Off insect repellent, only it's a dry formulation. Really? So you spray it on, I mean, and, and uh, it, it's not greasy and sticky and crap. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it keeps bugs and mosquitoes and black flies and ticks and everything off you pretty much that Deep Woods Off does. It's just a different formulation and a great idea. Yeah, yeah. you know, I've always, Jim and I use Deep Woods Off all the time, but, you know, one thing I never did like, like you brought up, it was always so greasy. Yeah. Any, any of it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that doesn't matter. Yeah. I like this dry formulation for fishing, too, you know, so you don't get the stuff on your line so bad. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hey, we've been, yeah. ta- we've been talking with Babe Winkleman. Of course, he has Outdoor Secrets. And, of course, Chris is God's chef. That's right. Now you're on uh, Versus. Now, Babe, uh, when does your show air? We air Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and twice Friday on Versus seven times a week. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, Sunday morning is eleven o'clock, and and that is like our marquee time slot. We have hundreds of thousands of people watch us then. Why don't they just call it the Winkleman Channel? Yeah, that's I right. <laughs> well, hey, well, anyway, you guys take care. It's been my pleasure working with you. That's right. Once again, go to Winkleman.com. Thanks a bunch, babe. Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, no problem, man. But this is Revolution. has been brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Cabela's, the world's foremost outfitter. Add Cabela's.com and Versus at Versus.com. But uh, our next caller. Caller, caller. Uh, who are you, caller? I'm Justin Spring with Boone and Crockett Club. That's right. And you're coming up after this next ad break, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, uh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I see you after this ad break, man. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Hey, we're back on the air, babe, so we're going to have to let you go, buddy. Thanks so much, Trip. Take care. Hey, you're welcome back absolutely anytime, friends. Love to have you. You ready, Jim? Let's do this. I'm talking about pork chops, side meat, bacon strips, pig's feet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that song is awesome and it's hogs off of Mike Waddell's Bone Collector album. It's got 10 great tracks to get you ready for absolutely anything in the outdoors. And that uh, track six, hogs. And I gotta say, if you are not 
an advocate of bacon. Get out of town. Don't even listen to the we show. We don't want to hear from you. We hate you. Because <laughs> Jim and I are wholeheartedly, 100%, whole hog, without a doubt, huge proponents of bacon. And it's actually a delicacy here in the studio to take bacon and um, wrap it in more bacon <laughs> and repeat that process several more times absolutely divine and then you can throw it against the wall and it'll stick and it is delicious <laughs> it is it is great but uh jim for the direct line here into the studio man uh what number do people need to call 785-846-7647 that'd be the one but um obviously you've already been introduced to justin spring with Boone crockett before this um last ad break so justin exactly what do you do there at um Boone crockett club man what's your title I am the assistant director of Big Game Records. What wow. in the heck does he, that mean? He holds on to the books. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet job. You know, my, my biggest responsibilities is just, you know, any, any entry that comes in, I'm the one that looks at the pictures first to make sure it was scored correctly, that everything kind of makes sense. You know, somebody's not trying to enter an elk from Florida or something along those lines. So. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> Southern Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the world record um, typical bull elk to date? Turn to page one in My elk. computer are, is not <laughs> moving very quick today. Neither are we. <laughs> <laughs> My computer's hung over today. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> the number one typical is 442 and 5 wow. Holy cow. When was that harvested? It was taken in 1968. Really? Where wow. at? Um, White Mountains in Arizona. In Arizona, See, yeah. 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 At White Mountain Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, though, Justin, since you are pretty much an expert in this department, plus you just wrote an awesome article that people got to check out. It's called Tips for Field Judging Elk. But um, do you think that pretty much all outdoors men and women are just so enamored by the sheer size and beauty of elk that their um, perception of that animal is totally altered? Because, you know, I've been sitting there with guys before, you know, they're looking at a dinky little four by four bull through their scope and, you know, 350 yards. And they think, oh, my God, it's it's huge. It's a majestical animal. It looks like it's a thousand pounds when in all reality, you know, it really isn't. So when they finalize that decision in their head and they squeeze that trigger or um, let that arrow fly, you get excited, you get amped up. And sometimes, you know, there's a lot of ground shrinkage, not sometimes, <laughs> a lot of the time. And so, obviously, one of the main factors before you ever step out to go elk hunting, you really need to do your research so you come home uh, a happy hunter. No, I mean, a thousand pounds does happen. I mean, that's a very rare thing. <laughs> I'm just and, spitting out numbers, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> he could have said 2,000 yeah. pounds, but he was looking at a buffalo. Yeah, I wanted to um, so embellish, e embellish, but it. I didn't want to go or too e far. Evangelistically speaking. Yeah, anyways, go on. <laughs> but, you know, the biggest thing when you, I mean, when you see a bull like that, you know, if it's going to be Boone and Crockett, it doesn't even look real. Yeah. Ah. You need 50-inch main beams. I mean, Holy cow. You know, that's starting out. The time length, you know, the force, the, the dagger point, the sword, yes. whatever you want to call it. You know, that's got to be over 20 inches long for the most part. Yeah. All right. Now, I, in, in your article, I read it, and it said that the, the, the tines in the front, uh, from the base of the... Uh, the burr where the horns grow out of to the end of the nose about 18 inches. And so if it hits the end of its nose, but you know, if you're looking at an animal that's 300 yards away, that's pretty hard to judge, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, and again, that's where the, that curl comes in, especially on those first couple times is it may not come anywhere near the end of the nose, but it turns up. Uh -huh. mm. So you've got to think to yourself, okay, if it was laid flat, would it go beyond the end of the nose? 
And obviously, I mean, they have to be turned up or else the animal wouldn't be able to feed. Well, here's the deal. It might be hard for you guys to see that, but when I'm using my Zeiss oh, optics, we love Zeiss. I can see anything. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, um, is that a plug? No. <laughs> just, was, just wondering. It was so smooth, Justin. But, you know, um, here's the deal. I was reading your article and this kind of just took me by surprise is that a big mature bull elk is usually between 10 and 12 and a half years in age. I had no idea, Justin, I, that they, they got lived, that old. Yeah. I thought they were more or less like a whitetail. Yeah. And, and that is region um, specific. Generally, you need the older bulls, you know, in, in the favorable conditions with great food, great genetics, you know, you can get them a little younger than that. Yeah. But that's the average. In most places, you need, you know, 10 year old bulls is when you start to get get the mass that you need, the time length that you need. Now, um, we're coming up an ad break, Justin, so we got to be quick about this. So um, let's say we have a 30-second window, all right? And in that time, obviously, we're starting to get the jitters. You know, the old heart is pounding. And um, we have to size up that animal and determine on whether or not we are going to harvest it, all right? And so what are some key features, some essential things that we need to be looking for that will help make that final decision a much easier one? You know, the first thing you look for is, is what they refer to as a whale tail. Okay. It's, you know, you, you've said, okay, it's got six points. You know, the fifth point, the one beyond your, your royal or your sword point. Uh-huh. Yeah. You look at how wide that is. If that looks super wide, if it's got a real wide tail back there, the main beam goes down and that fifth point goes up, that's the first thing. I mean, that's a sign of a mature bull. Okay. Um, then you're, you know, you're, you're on the back end, so that takes care of those two points. You look at the four, I mean, it's got to look very long. Okay. And then the biggest one that, that hangs people up is the third point, mm. um, usually the shortest point on the rack, but it's got to be 12 inches, you know, it can't be six or seven. And so that's a big one. You know, if you're, if you're in an area looking for a real trophy, make sure that it's got a good third time. Okay. You know, beyond that, if it looks narrow or, if, you know, if the fronts look short, I mean, that's not a good thing. The front's got to look great. It can't look narrow basically. And yeah. if it looks super wide, probably means that the time length isn't there, but you know, look at the whale tail, look at the four, look at the three. If that's all there, you know, touch off the release or pull the trigger. Hey, we've been talking with Justin Spring. He is the records keeper for the Boone and Crockett Club. But hey, Justin, if we want to find out more about you guys and possibly read some of these awesome articles, where can we head to online to do that, buddy? Booneandcrocketclub.com. Okay. And we've also got a page on Facebook that we put a lot of uh, articles and whatnot get posted on there. You know, I'm going to conclude this interview by saying that it's not that I haven't been successful enough out in the field to be a part of your so-called club. (laughs) It's just that in the past, you guys have been an organization that I have chosen 100% intentionally um, to steer clear of. (laughs) And so I might change my mind in the future, Justin. Now now that we know the records keeper, we might be able to get in. (laughs) I might be able to make it in. We would be an appendix. That's right. But hey, this is The Revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com and Ruger. We love those guys. We love the people at Ruger at Ruger.com. But coming up after this is going to be Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. You're better than him, aren't you, Justin? <laughs> oh, now that is cold. Oh, wow. All righty, buddy. We wow. got to get to another interview. Okay, not a problem. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, talk to you later, buddy. Yep, bye. <laughs> hey, Nick, I didn't realize you're actually on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every word of that is true, though. I'm serious. <laughs> he is better than you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to sue you for being too tall and making me feel inept. Well, I will sue you for being too short. <laughs> well, that's the long and the short of it. All right, hey, man, we got to get to a break, and we'll talk to you here in just a second. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, bye.
Hey, they are the revolution. Outdoor advice and analysis that's totally unfiltered. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit OtisTech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C.com today. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern, only on Versus. Well, Jim, this has been a great week. You know why? Yeah, matter of fact, old Buggy's been here. Miss Buggy, my your, daughter. Uh, your three and a half year old daughter. Yeah, my oldest daughter. And uh, Buggy, what day is this? Day three. Day three. Day three of what, though? Going to work with Dad. Oh, coming to work with Dad. You know she said Dad and not you. <laughs> but what about me? I've been here too. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't like you <laughs> I get very that much. A lot. I don't like you very much either. But um, we want to say she worked really hard all week. We appreciate all she does around here. And this Friday, she's going to get her first paycheck. What's she making? Well, I wanted to give her a buck a day. We're doing two bucks. Two bucks. <laughs> two bucks a day. <laughs> you know, last time we did this was a buck seventy-five. It's two bucks. <laughs> Holy cow! Seriously, you're going to be and moan about two bucks? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Look how beautiful she is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what song is that? Hey, matter of fact, the song on right now is "How About Them Cowgirls" by George Strait from the Long Live Cowboys collection, put out by Wrangler. Yeah, Wrangler sent it to us, so we're going to play a couple tracks. Great music. But hey, anyways, thank you, sweetie, for being on. I love you. All right, now um, on to people that I don't love or particularly <laughs> care for. It's Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties. He's got a great house in Agra, Kansas. <laughs> he he wants to sell you guys. Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties, man. Welcome to the revolution. Hey, thanks for having me. And thanks for the plug on the Agra property. So. <laughs> Trust me. It's a great property. If you like to hunt or fish out of Kerwin. Actually, yeah, that is no joke. That is the place to have a little Awesome little cabin. cabin. Yeah. That's right. The location is ideal, and it's located right north of the the Kerwin National Wildlife Refuge and, and Lake there. So it's great for a great hunting cabin. If you like duck hunting or world-class Kansas fishing, you got it all right there. Yeah, and what, here in probably a couple weeks, you have it posted on your website at mywildlifeproperty.com. But uh, guess what, guys? We's got some mail. We got mail! <laughs> letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Thousands of them! <laughs> mail, 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 mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. Time for the Revolution Mailbag. We got mail this week from Mike Newsom out of Wichita, Kansas. I actually know uh, Mike Newsom in Wichita. Cool. Do you cool. really? Yeah, no, seriously, I really do. Nice. Mike, if you're Maybe listening. Maybe you did. Are you guys good enough friends that he would actually listen to the show? Well, no. he made good enough friends. He made, he made by the Agra property. <laughs> what does Mike have to say? He says, you've talked a lot about hinge cutting trees to create habitat. I'm yeah. mostly concentrating on deer for my property, and my question is, I have waited a long time. I have waited too long into the seat. 
have I waited too long to uh, into the season to do some projects? Bow season opens up soon, and I don't want to spook the deer that might already be around. Do the advantages outweigh the negatives if I tackle a project this late in the season? Are you cross-eyed? I am. <laughs> Only with one eye. Well, I'm glad that you also get a copy of that, Nick. Jack Elam is my dad. <laughs> so, I know. We might as well get these questions in Chinese. Jim, read them, huh? <laughs> no, this is actually no, a very no, good question. And, and Mike brings up a, a really good point. We have talked about hinge cutting a lot, and I really, for the people who don't know what it is, I want to run down uh, what hinge cutting is. Hinge cutting yeah. or is when you actually take a tree and you take a 45-degree angle and cut about uh, two-thirds to three-quarters of the way through it, let that tree fall over. It's still attached to the stump. It stays alive until you have created a new area of habitat. That habitat can be a horizontal structure that's great for bedding areas. It's great for uh, protection and nesting cover for ground-nesting birds. Uh, you can use that uh, hinge-cutting technique to block trails or funnel deer yeah. towards certain locations. Uh, While we're talking about hinging some trees here, um, you don't really want to go out and hinge like, a, I don't know, 75-year-old tree that's, <laughs> you know, maybe 80 foot tall. Yeah. That's a, not a what you're looking for. From the <laughs> yeah. California no, yeah, that's no. no, that's not it. But if it did fall, <laughs> yeah. would it make a noise if nobody was there? <laughs> yeah. right. Keep it a reasonable size tree. You know, I, I usually use as a rule of thumb, uh, you know, something that's less than 12 inches in diameter. Yeah, exactly. Diameter maybe the size of your palm. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting dangerous. You know, you get too much bigger than that. And you're, you know, you're cutting into a tree that, you know, has really done a good job of surviving that long. <laughs> and so you, you want to keep that around. Uh, another real quick thing, uh, that edge cutting is good for, hinging is good for is using visual barriers and yeah. screen a property, especially along your roads and stuff. You want to keep trespassers and stuff out. Okay. That's kind of hinge cutting for those that are listening and counting at home. This guy's question was, I believe, uh, is it too late in the year to do that if he's going to be concentrating on deer hunting? Yeah. I say yes and no. Uh, mostly no. And, and no to the degree that you can do it that's minimally invasive. You know, don't take a chainsaw out there or a buzzsaw that you see <laughs> yeah. connected to the front of these skid steers anymore and, and go out there and just wreak havoc on it because, yeah, you are going to impact the deer quite uh, significantly. But it's not still too late in my opinion and this really varies on where you are and what type of of habitat and hunting patterns that you have in your area but a lot of times i'll still use this time of year to go out and hang stands and when i go hang stands i always take my tree saw and my limb saw yeah now there's a guy by the name of mike wheeler big whitetail hunter here in kansas and uh, i was watching a program that he was on and he said what he does is he if he has a tree stand up and say there's a, a trail deer trail that's going a little too far away for him to shoot what he does he does that hinge cutting it blocks that off and then honest to god he takes a lawnmower and he creates a path with the lawnmower and he said you'd be surprised when the deer will take the path of least resistance kind of like water finding its own right. level you know and when they see that that cut down area they will just naturally walk to it and so what you can do is you can create a trail right to your deer stand and yeah, uh and yeah, especially if they're, they're traveling say they're they're 50 yards off the, the where the original one is, and you want it to, to go by a, a tree that's maybe on the edge of a field, but they want to be back in, you create that uh, that cut all the way through with a goofy lawnmower, and while you do have the motor going and so forth, you've created that trail, and they will start to use that. But also, um, you know, a lot of people that have property, they think that downed timber and a whole bunch of weeds is unsightly, and they want to go clean it up. 
But actually, that is very good for the wildlife, isn't it, Nick? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you think about it, and a lot of the things that, are, like you said, are unsightly to us yes. uh, from a manicure standpoint are just absolutely beneficial and phenomenal support to the habitat and ecosystem out there. You yeah. Know, whether it's nesting cover or if it's browse, it's bedding areas, you know, it, it's something that's out there and, and, it, and it occurs naturally. Exactly. Now, hey, Nick, um, if anybody has any more management or habitat questions like this or possibly they just want to, you know, browse through some of your awesome recreational properties that you have in your inventory right now, uh, where can we find you online, buddy? Find us online at mywildlifeproperty.com. That's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. We're on Facebook, My Wildlife Property. And you can email me at Ooh. nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. N-I-C-K at mywildlifeproperty.com. I'd love to hear from people, like I said, whether you're just telling me and bragging about your hunting spot and, and the things that you've done to your property or you you actually have a question and want to buy a property or you want us to read your question on the show. Uh, we absolutely love that interaction, and, and, it, and it makes us feel good that people are actually listening yeah. out there. <laughs> and if you're lonely... And Nick, lonely, Nick will talk I've to you. Got a, I've got a tender ear for you. <laughs> I will listen to whatever your troubles are. He encourages everyone to seek him out on Facebook and befriend him, even if you don't know him. Yeah. He likes that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They say misery likes company, so does happiness. Oh. Anyways, this is the revolution, and um, I'm glad we're coming to an ad break. <laughs> hey, Nick, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. Oh, no, hold on. Wait, crap. Uh, I forgot to mention it's brought to you by Ram trucks at ramtrucks.com i always forget this and nra blog that's nrablog.com plus ruger at ruger.com all right now to the break ah the outdoors so peaceful elegant and sophisticated well that's unless you don't care for doing your business in the woods (laughs) this is the revolution the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds barred I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Beware the man with one gun, for he probably knows how to use it. Never has this been more true than with the Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. The one rifle to have, if you could have only one. It's the perfect, lightweight, hard-hitting, do-it-all bolt-action rifle. Affordable, versatile, and reliable. Delivers 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. Visit Ruger.com slash Scout Rifle or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. It's mine. And it's American. Hey, if you make great barbecue or love to eat great barbecue, then you've got to head out to Adwood, Kansas, September 23rd and 24th, when over 40 teams compete in the 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Cook-Off. Come on out and be one of the contestants and see if your barbecue will make you the grand champion. There'll be an antique tractor show, a chainsaw sculptor, and in the evening, a band called Vehicle will play. For a good competition, barbecue, and a whole lot of fun, head out to 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Barbecue Cook-Off, September 23rd and 24th. For more information, call Gary at 785-626-3344. Who's watching your home when you're not there it could be a burglar burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them don't be an easy target for intruders protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT the leader in home security pick up your phone right now and get free hardware free medical and fire alert and free activation it's an $850 value Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. 
Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. Before, during, and after the show, the revolution continues 24-7 at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Hey, the Go Green craze is still very much present, but it's no surprise that car manufacturers are still trying to one-up one another when it comes to hybrid cars. Now, in the case of the Hyundai Sonata Hybrid, they're creating some major competition, being the first hybrid to use the lithium polymer battery technology. Now, it's said to be that it's the most efficient battery on the market. What it all comes down to, though, is you can get stellar gas mileage, like up to 40 miles per gallon, and you can drive emissions free in the full electric mode at speeds up to get this 62 miles an hour. Now, here, in my opinion, is the best part about the Hyundai Sonata, and that's the compact battery. You know why, Jim? Why is that? Because most of the vehicles, the battery has to go inside the cab. This one actually goes in the trunk, which gives you ample room inside the cabin. However, this does compromise trunk space, correct? Yeah, yeah, we can't put several coolers in there like we always do. No, you want to put soccer balls, fishing poles, stuff like that. You might not have that much room. You might have to leave, I don't know, a bag of ice at home. Or leave the wife at home. Yeah, something like that. Okay. The bag. (laughs) Anywho, no, and just like um, most uh, vehicles today, they're just chocked full of modern day amenities, whether it's heated seats dual climate control, electric, everything. I mean, this Hyundai Sonata is is just loaded to the gills. Great little vehicle. Got to check it out at HyundaiUSA.com. Now, Trav, what really sets it apart is the absence of a tachometer. That is true. Now, in its place is a 4.2-inch Echo Guide that displays the... Eco! Eco! It's not Echo. It's not like Echo, Echo. It's Eco. And and in its place is a 4.2-inch Eco Guide. Thank you. That displays all the hybrid information. It's a trip computer that helps you drive smarter and more efficiently, showing you the average speed and instant fuel consumption and miles to empty. Now, from there, it allows you to set your doors to lock automatically at a certain speed or when you're engaged in a certain gear. You can even set the light to automatically shut off as soon as you park the vehicle. Echo. Echo. E C H O. Eco. E C O. Different words. Are you okay about that? I'm not telling you. Anyways, this is the next generation of hybrids. Got to check it out at www.hyundaiusa.com. Once again, that's hyundaiusa.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 363 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests, Mark Crane, Jim Bulger, Corey Jacobson, Justin Spring, Babe Winkleman, Nick Rhodes, and Chance Orth. But anyways, uh, coming up next week on The Revolution. Ram Trucks will tag along as we look into waterfowl hunting, Jim. Killing some ducks. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so we are Jim and Traff. You local news and weather, gotta stay tuned because it's coming up next.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.